because it was like the first day was really hot in London. Those gals, they came up with their hats and their sunscreen. I was like, are we going to Portugal right now? They had like their floral on, just ready to go. It was the, the best day. <laughs> it was so fun. Hi, and welcome back to LinkAge Let's Talk, where we hear from a whole host of people involved with LinkAge Plus, an organisation looking after and improving the well-being of older people here in East London. As part of our Five Ways of Wellbeing series, in today's episode, we are talking about giving. The Five Ways of Wellbeing suggests that giving links individuals to a wider community, and this social cooperation leads to intrinsically rewarding effects of an increased sense of self-worth and purpose. Or, in other words, it makes you feel good. One paper, written in the early 2000s, suggests formal volunteering in older people specifically can act as a protective factor for psychological well-being. I will be chatting with Christina to see this. She is a volunteer at Linkage Plus who organises the Walk and Talk Tuesdays, a walking group visiting parks all over London. Not only does this incorporate Christina giving her time, but the group provides valuable connection and activity. Moving to the UK just before the pandemic hit, she is now giving her free time to her new community, meeting those who have lived here for decades and learning from them. As we are about to hear, this is a great example of an activity spanning each way of well-being. In addition to this, Pat from episode one is back. Never far from her step counter, Pat tells us about her love for walking and how else she gives in her life. They both give their advice on how to volunteer how to look after well-being, and we introduce a new quick-fire segment to the podcast. I hope you enjoy. Thank you so much for being here. Do you want to just tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do and, and your background? Thank you so much, Rosie, for having me here. Really excited to talk about the Walk and Talk Tuesdays with Linkage Plus, but I'm Christina Burnett, and I have been working with Linkage Plus, I think only for two months now, maybe two to three months now. Um, and I got involved just by scouring the Facebook page and the Tara Hamlet's newsletter that they send out uh, and saw this volunteer opportunity. So I thought this would be the perfect way to get involved uh, in the community and, and to meet other people as well. I work at Google um, and I am an events manager within the cloud business. And I work with our largest customers putting on events, usually in person, but now it's all virtual. It's been fun, uh, been a fun ride for sure. Google has uh, an arm called google.org, uh, which is the charitable arm of Google. They support innovation uh, through technology and then also community programs. They really encourage Googlers, that's what we call ourselves internally to help out whether, again, through the tech side or just by giving their, their time. We get 1% of our time of the year to, to volunteer, which you can do during work hours. They also have a week called Giving Week, where, again, they, they want everyone to get out to, to their communities and give and volunteer throughout that week and also through donations. Have you volunteered before for other organizations? Yeah, I've I volunteered uh, basically all my life. I think just that's something that my, my parents instilled in me. And so, you know, no matter what I'm doing, I always try to give back to the community that I'm in. Yeah, I've been in part of a various different organizations. The most recently one um, before when I was living in San Francisco was called Surf for Life. And that was also another community-driven type project where they would go into communities in Costa Rica and 
Tonga in the Philippines and asked the community what is the need that they were looking for. And so a lot of times it was a preschool that they, that needed to be built or a community center. And so um, the the programs would fundraise and, and send people out to those smaller communities, and which is fun because then you get to travel, meet people, and then also give back. Amazing. And your background in um, events management sets you up well for setting these things up and helping them run and operate and that kind of thing, I imagine. Yeah, definitely. So with Linkage Plus, tell us about what you do for them. So Walk and Talk Tuesdays is a program that started, I think it started in COVID with Carol and Pat and, and I believe Tony as well. During COVID, obviously we were stuck inside. We were not allowed to leave, but the one thing we could do was go for a walk. And so I know Carol and Pat started uh, a long time ago just to get outside and it kind of have morphed into this Tuesday walking group. Um, and so we have five Linkage Plus members that join us on Tuesdays, always looking for more. So please sign up and join us. But the, the main thing is it's just getting folks out back outside. We do it comfortably. People wear masks if they'd like. We stay six feet apart. And the goal is really just to get outside, get moving, have a chat. And I think the other beautiful thing about the program is that we kind of just chat and discuss where we want to go the next week or, you know, over the next couple of months. And so we, you know, want to explore London. And so this group wants to do that together. So we're going to different parks and, and finding different gems within London. So it's a good way for people to explore new spots or also go to places that they haven't been to in a long time. And also cafe stops, I hope, is part of the journey. Exactly. So <laughs> I think we, we walk for about an hour and sometimes an hour and a half, a little bit longer. Um, we go, you know, a good pace and then we always stop for tea at the end. So what do you think are the key sort of mental and physical benefits that these programs have? I think the the number one thing is just walking. I, I read an article recently that said walking is the most beneficial thing that you can do, not only for your body, but also for your mental health. The other thing is we're, we're doing it outside. Come rain or shine, we are getting outside. You know, just that fresh air really does wonders for, for not only your mental health, but how you feel for the, the rest of the day and the week. Just having the sense of purpose as well, having something in your diary every week that you know you're going to do, regardless of your age, that's really important. Absolutely, yeah. And you asked me earlier what my favorite walk was. Oh yeah. And I think it was the first one because the group, it was the first time that the group where it was kind of more structured, where, okay, we have our, our walks, we have a distance, we have a goal. Um, and so we did the mile end canal walk all the way to the docks and everyone's mood was just it was so great we were just laughing we were outside we had uh, baby ducks following us and it was the first time all of us had been there so I think again just being able to explore a different part of the city and, and get to know people really does wonders not only for for your mental health but I think just like the energy within the group let's touch briefly on the recent fundraising walk um, because that's obviously I think it's as you get older maybe it's a little bit more difficult to feel that sort of social cooperation and that you might be giving back to the community and I think the fundraising walk was a really fantastic opportunity for people to to do that. Yeah so this is a chance for everyone in the community to fundraise and raise some money ask friends family businesses to to donate 
Uh, and the goal of the fundraiser is to raise enough money to buy either equipment for other exercises at Sonali or St. Hilda's, also potentially buy some outdoor furniture for the communities. Unfortunately, I wasn't there, but I saw the pictures and it looked like an amazing day. It looked like between 10 and 15 Linkage Plus community members went out. The walk was long. I think they walked for about two hours, which is incredible. That's a good testament to Walk and Talk Tuesdays as well. They've trained well. <laughs> exactly. So do you have future plans for the group? Do you have places you want to see and places you want to go? Yeah, uh, we all kind of chat and kind of see where what makes sense. Um, but some of the walks that we've done already were Victoria Park, Greenwich Park, which was another favorite where we actually walked. We did walk up a hill that day, um, but we, we, we did it and we conquered it and we were able to look at the views overlooking London. Um, Hampstead Heath is a popular one. Uh, and the Walthamstow Wetlands also was a, a pretty popular walk that we did. So we'll do that again. We want people to have ideas. And if there's places that you want to go, definitely let us know. St. James Park is a big one. I know Tony wants to go there. And then also some other museums if we can. Again, as long as it's in London and easy to get to, we're, we're definitely open. And now it's time we heard from Pat and see what she has to say about Walk and Talk Tuesdays. Well, Sonali started them and we go all sorts of places. And if we've got a suggestion, we will put it to them and they will look it up and make sure that it's viable to get there in the time allotted and all that sort of stuff. And we've had some great walks. And then when last year, when we went into proper lockdown and we couldn't do the walks from Sonali, me, Carol and Tony just used to do the same one every week. And we'd walk from the local park, which is King Edward's Memorial Park, but known as Shadwell Park. And we'd walk right the way along the river down to Asda on the Isle of Dogs. And then when the walk was finished, if we needed a bit of shopping, we'd get a little bit and then get the bus and that back. I've been places that I've never been. I'd never even heard of the Walthamstow Wetlands. And it was lovely. I'd heard of Cliss Old Park but in Hackney, but I'd never been. And it was lovely. They had deer a lake with a couple of fountains and a lovely cafe and that was lo- really lovely. What sort of role does Christina play in? She either makes suggestions or waiter and then she looks it all up and sorts out how we get there and you know how long it's going to take and is it worth going and are there facilities you know like all the normal cafe toilet facilities so that if we need to stop we're okay. And it's nice for both you and her I imagine to get to know each other. Yeah she's yeah and being American. Yeah. And you were saying about rhyming slang yeah. as well. So you've been teaching her if, rhyming slang. Well, I'll, if I say the odd thing, yeah. and I don't use rhyming slang all the time, but now and again the odd thing comes out. What would you say your most used rhyming slang is? I don't know, because it's just so natural to come out. A lot of the time, I've got to admit, like yesterday, they said, that was time. I said, yeah, I am cream crackered. I suppose that is one that you use the most. Well, I think physically... I don't know if it's helping me like lose a bit of weight or... But I do feel a bit better when I've finished. And mentally it makes me feel better because you're walking along chatting. And I like walking, but if I did it on my own, you'd be bored. Whereas where you're chatting, you don't realise how far you've walked. And you're getting, as I say, fresh air. And me being on my own, I'll be thinking, what would I be doing? I'd be sitting indoors looking at four walls all the time. Whereas I'm getting out, getting out talking to people and meeting people... It's keeping me mentally alert, I think, as well. Have you always been a walker? Well, where I used to work, before we had the bus that went there, I used to walk from here to Bethnal Green. Before we had the bus, I used to have to walk from here to Columbia Road. And when I worked for the little branch library that's just off Columbia Road, it's not there anymore. 
Then we did the sponsored walk around Regent's Park. Yeah. But from where we live here, we can get the bus all the way to Charing Cross. So when I was young, we never went to Regent's Park because as you got off at Charing Cross, you walked under Admiralty Arch and you was in St James's Park. So that was like where we went. So, and I've never been to London Zoo in my life. But what I'm, what I'm saying is, because we always went to St James's, which is a lovely park, yes. we're going to walk around there one time, we said. But yeah, so when we went Regent's Park and did the sponsored walk, I see bits of things that I ne- I've not seen before. And it was quite a long walk in the end as well, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, 5K, yeah. and I managed to do it. I have got a sense that you do give your time a lot. You're quite generous with your time. I'm not pushing myself forward, but because I attend the church I was christened in, I still do stuff for them when they call on me. Me and someone else do the repository, which is, if you like, the shop. Different people after each service take their turn in, and I do that. And then like I've done all sorts of things. When we've had barbecues, I've helped jump in when I, if they ask me and I can go in, I will do it. And so let's talk just a little bit more generally about well-being. Are you quite conscious of looking after your well-being and and is volunteering something that caters to that? Yeah, absolutely. I think the one thing that we've all experienced this past year is, you know, being able to actually sit and be within our thoughts and kind of figure out, okay, I was on the go so much, but what, what exactly is important to me? And I think we've all noticed our health is number one and our, our mental health, and they go hand in hand. For me this last year, i meditating just to kind of be conscious of my thoughts and my feelings every day. And then again, I think just getting outside every single day has helped me tremendously kind of just push on and, and, and push on through the challenging years that we've had <laughs> years already. And especially now we know that these things can be taken away from us. Getting outside, I'm just like, oh my gosh, I don't know when we'll have to be back inside for a long time. So I try to get outside at least one walk a day. And the the giving side, I think as human beings, we want to help and and it's in our innate nature and you you feel good after it. I think there is also a lot of personal benefits. Not only does the community benefit from it or individuals, but but you do benefit greatly from, from giving back. And I think the other thing also, it's just about making connections again. I think that's what we've been missing this last you know year and a half is just those human connection and, and empathy and feeling those feelings. It really is a, a chance just to connect and, and meet different people from all walks of life. Doing all this, that keeps you a bit level. And you know that there's people around here that if you needed help, I'm sure they would help you. So yeah, but yeah, no, you have to try and keep doing things. Otherwise, you just vegetate. Right, exactly. And especially over lockdown, sort of the yeah. the cracks in our well-being have definitely been exposed. Oh, yeah. What do you look out for in terms of your well-being? What are sort of signs that you need to do something for you? Or you no, you just do things. Just try and keep yourself busy and yeah. even just chatting to someone on the phone or whatever. But you have to keep yourself, you know. And it's good, like places like this. Because like Thursday, we're off to the Tower of London. I've been there many times, but I like history, so it's my kind of place. I'm from California, but uh, lived in San Francisco for 10 years. So I've been here a year and a half. <laughs> so I moved oh, three amazing. months oh, before gosh. <laughs> uh, COVID hit. It, it's tough because you, you want to get involved in the community and, and with everything that was going on. But I'm glad that, you know, Francis, again, hats off to Francis and Kate for continuing to keep everything going and, and doing activities online. Um, but it's great now that we can actually meet in person and, you know, get outside. Yeah. So I've been asking people what their one tip to look after their well-being is. Ooh, that's, oh gosh, that's a Sorry, tough one. I should one. have asked before. Let <laughs> 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 you think about it. That is a tough one. I will say, I know I already said to get outside, but I think now more than ever is to do what makes you happy. 
That's the number one thing. I know we have always all these stresses with money and jobs and family and stress, and it's like we we don't need all this extra stress. <laughs> Just do what makes you happy. And I know you know sometimes it can be selfish, and I think that's okay. If you want to read a book for three hours, read a book for three hours. If you want to sleep, sleep. Do what makes you happy in that moment. Everything else will kind of fall into place. It's just getting out. Today, we're going to play darts after I've done this podcast. And I could sit in darts and think, oh, I can't be bothered. But you end up saying, no, go. Make yourself go. Because it's getting you out. It's talking to people. And it makes you feel better. Uh, I think, you know, mental health was a little bit taboo to talk about. and But now it's, again, silver lining of COVID. It's absolutely been traumatic for everyone. But it is something that the entire world has gone through at the exact same time. We've all felt different feelings of anxiety and stress and, you know, the unknown. And so I think just knowing that, oh, we're, we're not alone and people are willing to be more open to talk and talk about things. So I think that's definitely, definitely a plus. I mean, even if you walk on your own, you walk along and someone will say something. I mean, like when I was going to friends that live near me on Sunday night, for the football and I had an England t-shirt on and a lad walked by and he went not long and I went no it's coming home and he went definitely <laughs> now if I hadn't walked out we wouldn't have had and that was only a less than a minute conversation but we still you know you meet people and they talk to you so the one uh thing that what I've heard from just people at Google and in the community is like again just missing that connection um you know even like for the walk and talks it's, it's just to get out and just to like be around people and you know, get different opinions and, and different commentary um, is really important because that's we've been so isolated. Yeah, I think walking is really interesting because it is definitely the activity that everybody seems to have turned to. Exactly. I actually became a runner for like a week <laughs> and I was like, mm, yeah, or what's that app called? Uh, Strava. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I downloaded that and then that lasted very short lived. So, but yeah, I got so into walks. It's so competitive, and but that's the thing. And so it's funny because everyone was like, oh, you moved to London and the pandemic hit. Like, have you been able to see London? And actually, yeah, I've really gotten to know the streets of London better than probably, you know, someone that's lived here for a year just because I just yeah. walked everywhere. Yeah. So what tips could you give to others who are looking to volunteer, particularly in London? I think definitely look for what's right for you. I believe I signed up on the Tower Hamlet's volunteer site um, and there's so many different ones like, like you said you know they have IT tech roles there was a camp one I saw for this summer and it's got to be also it's got to be fun right you want to pick something where you, you also get benefit and the commitment is do what you can even if it's an hour a week that's amazing look up and find out what's out there it necessarily won't come to you, but you've got to go to it. So that's that's my thing. Yeah, so be proactive. I mean, you, you can give your time by being there for someone. And we all are around here. I always say the more the merrier. Yeah, exactly. You never lose anything by volunteering. No, you don't. And like me putting in for the grant, it doesn't... Everybody says, oh, you're doing us, you know, you're helping us. I said, yeah, but it's helping me as well. Because now we've got the money. When we go out for days, then it means the trip's cheaper so yeah. more people can think well I can do that whereas they might not have been able to do it because of money you always gain something whether it's confidence or a new skill or That's just right. meeting people so get involved <laughs> get involved that's my answer and it as I say mentally it keeps going I've got to say I've got a lot to thank Linkage for 
So despite my usual blind willingness to shoehorn in a quick fire round at any opportunity, I hadn't actually thought to ask Laura and John in the last episode these quick fire questions. However, here are Christina's top ways of each way of well-being. Not the catchiest title, but we'll go with it. Followed by a quick discussion over which we would prefer in the evenings, a cup of tea or a glass of wine. So what would be your top way to connect for me, it's FaceTime has been a godsend, just being able to hop on a quick call and, and be able to see people. But I think what folks can do is just really to find a community, a couple of neighbors through programs like Linkage Plus, or um, I'm also part of a women's group that I found here in London. Any little way that you can just meet a couple of people and, you know, whether it be monthly or weekly, I think that's a good thing for your well-being and, and definitely your mental health. Yes, definitely. That, what's the women's group? That sounds really cool. Yeah, so it's actually through work moving to London I didn't really know very many people and so I joined the women's group at at Google UK Um, and they put on different events and and different meetups but then we talk about all different sorts of um, you know challenges that women face where it's infertility the wage gap um, that we're currently facing or just with COVID how people are you know in mass droves are are leaving the workforce women specifically so um, we talk about a lot of hot topics but then also um, it's a lot of time just to unwind and connect uh, with different people. Awesome. That sounds like something everyone should get involved with. Um, And then giving, I mean, that's part of the podcast, but giving in general. Yeah, I think it's definitely great to volunteer, whether it be within your community or um, a different nonprofit. But I think also just doing one small act of kindness a day even just the littlest things go go a long way. That should be enough, right? Like that that's incredible that you're even thinking about that and, and putting a, your foot forward to do that. Mm, totally, yeah. And staying active. Fortunately, we have programs like the Walk and Talk Tuesdays, which has been really great for people to get active. Um, and then also just find what works for you. For me, I found that I love tennis. Um, and try to play that as often as I can. So whatever, you know, you're passionate about, whether it be football or tennis or going for a walk, just being able to get outside, get fresh air uh, and get moving uh, is definitely critical to our, our mental health. And um, staying present or learning. This one, uh, this one's an interesting one. I think, you know, we're always on the go and we're always just thinking like checking off our uh, to-do lists and continuing always being active and I think we have to remind ourselves that it's okay to just take a minute to be present Um, and I think for me specifically I love just meeting new people and and listening and learning and that's how that's also how you grow Um, and so yeah I think we just also have to remind ourselves just to to do it daily be present be in the moment because life life moves pretty fast (laughs) in the words of Ferris Bueller yeah (laughs) (laughs) I love that and then cup of tea or glass of wine? Cup, or well, I would say wine, but lately Pat's been getting me on to the teas. So every every walk and talk Tuesday, we stop for tea. So now I'm definitely becoming a tea drinker. So I'd say both, actually. <laughs> cup of tea, any cup day. Tea. I do have a glass of wine and whatever now and again. My preference would be any time, a cup of tea. But I would be like, you know, the song that Sting sings, sings um, an Englishman in New York. Well, I'd be the Englishwoman in New York. I love that song. So do I. So I definitely want to pitch the Walk and Talk Tuesdays. We have five people that come out. It ebbs and flows every week. We'd love to have more people involved. Again, we do it safely. We get outside. It's a good way to just to see the neighborhoods and, and have a chat. 9.30 on Tuesdays. 
email Francis if you'd like to get involved. And then also, I believe they post different activities on the newsletter. And then also, depending on how much traction we get, if we get more people, then we'd love to have more volunteers to help and maybe add an additional walk that day, another group, so we, we keep it small, or we can add an additional day. Thank you so much to both Pat and Christina for chatting with me today and sharing their experiences with giving and, of course, Walk and Talk Tuesdays. I think that this episode goes some way to explaining why Phoebe Buffay from Friends was famously unable to find a selfless good deed, because at the very least she always felt good doing it or having done it. So let us know, how do you give? What do you give? And what effect does it have on your well-being? Maybe you could come and volunteer at Linkage Plus. Get in touch on social media as ever and share your experience and advice with giving and volunteering. Next week, we'll be talking to Joanna Burberry. Joanna is a clinical psychologist and CBT therapist, and she will be telling us more about her work with NHS Talking Therapies and introducing the idea of mindfulness. See you then.